You're listening to the Timonese Stop and Think podcast, brought to you by Timony Leadership Institute. In this podcast, Joe Osborne, Managing Director of Godolphin Ireland, shares his leadership wisdom from his 40-year career through short excerpts from his new book, Poise and Stride. Fortune favours the bravura, sometimes. For those of you who do not follow the game of rugby, the name Brian O'Driscoll will be unfamiliar. For those of you who do, he is iconic. Considered to be one of the best number 13s in the game has ever seen, he retired from international rugby in 2014 with a world record 141 caps, 133 games for Ireland and 8 for the British and Irish Lions. His was a remarkable career and he has been acclaimed as the greatest sportsman Ireland has ever produced. His skill on the rugby pitch was exhilarating and his demeanour off it exemplary. His style of play and his television interviews were equally charismatic. He dated and then married a model, actress, author, and, in a country not given to hero worship, was an A-list celebrity in an era which embraced the emergence of satellite TV, social media and blockbuster rugby. His final home game was a March-Saturday afternoon clash against Italy. The event had been widely advanced promoted as his farewell to the home crowd. Awarded man of the match, his performance belied his age with a 60-minute demonstration of skill bordering on the magical. With the Irish win assured, he was taken off the pitch to a standing ovation. After the final whistle, hardly a single Irish supporter left the stadium. Tens of thousands stood, cheered and applauded in a united show of appreciation for a player which none will see the like of ever again. Standing on the sidelines, watching the Festival of Adoration was O'Driscoll's erstwhile national teammate Ronan O'Gara. He had a bit part as a TV analyst for the afternoon. A year earlier, he had retired from Irish rugby in less glorious circumstances. His position as an out-half had been gradually subsumed by the younger Jonathan Sexton, and his final international appearances were as late-game substitutions for his teammate, stroke, adversary. He was renowned for his ability to win close games for Ireland and Munster with the cool accuracy of a trained assassin. His ball-kicking boot was lethal, his judgement clinically precise, but it came to an ignominious end with a few memorably errant kicks and more time spent warming the bench than having his studs on the grass. He retired with a record 1,083 points for Ireland and 2,625 for Munster, compared to O'Driscoll's 245 for Ireland and 311 for Leinster, both records which are unlikely to be broken in his or his children's lifetime. There was no fanfare for his final game. He just walked away. It would be nice if we could write our own scripts and have all the knowledge, effort and expertise of a life's work culminate to glorious fanfare on a sun-drenched afternoon. We can't. Dream endings are confined to dreams. Hollywood movies and the rare exceptions like the one Brian O'Driscoll enjoyed. For most, the end is unexpected, brutal, tragic or just a gradual fading into the background shadows as, to quote the poet Philip Larkin, interest passes always towards the young and more insistent. That's the way it goes, like it or not. If you would like to buy a copy of the book Poison Stride, you can do so by emailing poisonstride at racingacademy.ie or from Woodbine Books via their website, www.woodbinebooks.ie.
All proceeds from the sale of this book will go to Racing Academy and Centre of Education in Kildare Town. Timoney Leadership Institute. Better people, better organisations, better society.